Hey y'all, you're listening to the Ministry and All the Things podcast, where we talk about ministry, parenting, love, and more. Hey everyone, thanks for stopping in and checking out my podcast, Ministry and All the Things. So last time we talked a little bit about some practical ways that you can improve your marriage starting today. I would love to hear from you about how those things have or have not worked for you. It would be awesome to hear from you and have you share your marriage success stories or even the things that you've tried that didn't go quite as you had planned. So anyway, last time at the end of the podcast, I told you that today I would be discussing uh, that work and home life balance. As I said before, I'm a wife and a mom of three gorgeous daughters. I'm also on staff full-time at Impact Fellowship Church in Overland Park. So the idea of balance is one that constantly reverberates in my mind and in my heart. Uh, So I'm going to give you a little bit of background. Both my husband and I have full-time careers outside of the home. He is a manager at a local car dealership. He loves this for a couple of reasons. One, he's a car guy. When I first met him way back when I was a teenager, he would uh, he could tell me the make, model, and usually the year of the car just by the taillights. He loves cars, new cars, old cars, fast cars, especially fast cars. You get the idea. Uh, He also really loves his role because he is a developer. He sees the potential in people and loves to help his sales guys and those around him reach it. So his role, though, has some pretty unconventional hours. He works 11 and 12-hour days, sometimes longer, depending on you know, how sales are going. He gets two days off in the week, but they aren't the typical days off, like Saturday and Sunday. So it's a little bit of a different type of schedule. Uh, This is pretty similar to my role. So ministry is never a nine to five job. Um, I work on Sundays as well. So that's, uh, you know, weekends are not normal. And don't get me wrong, ministry provides a ton of flexibility. I have the ability to go on field trips or to cut out early if my oldest has student council meetings and I need to pick up the younger siblings. But that flexibility comes at a cost at times. Evenings and weekends are not always off times, and there have been plenty of occurrences when I work straight through from the workday into the evening. A huge part of why I can do this is because we live in a multi-generational household, which means that my mom and two of my adult siblings live in the home with us, and they fill in the gaps in many ways, uh, and I'll get more into that in another podcast. I would love to talk with you about multi-generational living, but the way Ben and I's schedules work can make that B word, balance, a really hard one to achieve. It's actually super ironic that I had already mentioned that I would be talking about this topic for this week um, because this last week that I just went through at work was crazy. And I swear I did not do it intentionally, but um, it was one of those weeks where my home life and my work life sort of collided in a really crazy way. So let me tell you a little bit about it. So last week, It was um, in the final push, it was the final push toward a large-scale 
annual event that we hold at our church called Launch. We hold this for a couple of reasons. One, the summer's winding down and people are getting plugged back into their local church. Um, So we want to let them know about the different types of ministries that are going on at Impact and how they can get involved. Um, So we have ministry tables set up all around the room. Different leaders are there connecting with people, telling them all about the things that are going on at Impact. And then for good measure, we thought, let's throw in a giant catered picnic lunch with live music and yard games and, of course, snow cones. Yeah, no biggie, right? Meal for 350 people. On top of all of that, there were the normal day-to-day things, you know, day-to-day work elements. A board meeting was last week. A staff meeting was last week. There was sermon prep. There was life group leader material prep. On and on that list goes. Oh, yes, Oh, yes. And I had also agreed to host the college ministry group at my house on Friday night. So it's all of these things were happening, um, and it all coincided, coincided with the things at home. Normal stuff, you know, like feeding my family and making sure that they take showers and have clean clothes. But also some of the things that are out of the norm, like needing a viola neck rest <laughs> after-school student council meetings, I mentioned that one earlier, a giant color-run fundraiser at the school, and a really wicked spelling test that my oldest was feeling a lot of anxiety around. (sighs) Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot for everyone, and I'm not even going to try to tell you that I handled it with the most grace um, or that this somehow makes me unique. There are men and women that navigate this all the time. And there are many of us as parents, as adults, as humans that find ourselves in this really complicated conundrum. My family is my priority, and I want and I need to invest time and energy into them. They are important. But my work, my career, my livelihood is also important. The ministry and the purpose that God put in front of me is intricately intertwined in my purpose as a wife and a mother. You can't separate those out all the time. And not only that, my work, and let's face it, my income, is an important element for my family. So I want to take a moment right here and just mention that I know that each family and how it is set up is different. There are stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home dads, work-from-home parents, single moms, single dads, swing shift parents, and the list goes on and on. What you have determined to be best for your family is not only okay, but it's awesome. And I have the utmost respect for anyone that is doing the best that they can and in whatever way they can for their kids and their family. You do you, and everyone else can shut up. Okay, so so back to that conundrum. There's got to be this perfect amount of balance, right? A, a perfect way to be the mom that goes to and does all the activities while also managing her household, while executing her job perfectly, growing professionally, and throwing a mean play date. Wrong. What I have found is this. About the time you get a great flow going at work, the mountains of laundry at home are piled up, you've ordered out three nights in a row, and you can't remember the last time your kids showered. Or you get a really great flow going at home, and then suddenly you find that work is piled up, and you constantly feel like you're behind the eight ball, and someone just dropped into your office and asked for a certain document that you didn't even remember existed. It's just how it goes. 
Because here's what I've found. It's not really a balancing act. It's more of a dance. The music, it ebbs and flows as seasons shift and change. Different areas are going to take the lead now and again. And I know that there are seasons, hello, Holy Week, that I may not get to read to my kids at night every single night, which is one of my most favorite things to do. But that doesn't last forever, and, and we will pick right back up reading Junie B. Jones or the Boxcar Children the next week. Or then when back to school comes around, again, which always feels like it sneaks up on us, I know that it's time for me to focus on my kids and to make sure that everything they need for the school year to start it off with a bang is with them. So here are a few things that you can remember when that dance starts to get a little chaotic. Number one, slow down. This sounds dumb. It sounds real dumb, actually. But I want you to hang with me for a minute. Often, I have found that the chaos is not as chaotic as it might seem. Sometimes all that I need is a few moments to center myself, to talk to God, to get into his word, to take a breather. It doesn't have to be a big chunk of time, but it is needed. Goodness, schedule it in if you need to. Literally put it in as a calendar reminder that says, slow down, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you can get. But take a moment to let the chaos calm down around you so that you don't let it control you. Number two, focus on the next right thing. The author of The Love Warrior by Glenn, is uh, Glennon Doyle, and she once said that when you feel overwhelmed or when life gets too chaotic, to just do the next right thing, one thing at a time. This advice has helped me immensely in this last year. The next 10 steps uh, can make the destination or relief feel really far away. If you're looking off in the distance and you realize that you still have a great distance to go before you're going to experience relief, you can start to feel defeated. But if you focus on that next right thing, what is that next right thing? And then you focus on that and you do that. One, you move closer to your destination. But two, having a smaller goal helps you also celebrate those small victories. It can make life feel a lot more attainable. Finally, the third thing is be prepared to shut her down. Now, I don't pull this one out very often, but occasionally I have to. When extracurricular activities, schoolwork, work work, chores, doctor's appointments, all of the things start to pile up, it's important to know when you need to pull the plug and say, everyone's staying home tonight and we're watching a movie together as a family. My oldest, Gracelyn, actually taught me this a couple of years ago. It was actually during the summer, and it was crazy at work, and we had camp after camp, and all of these activities that were just kind of piled up, and we were constantly on the go. And I got home that evening only to prepare to take her back out to another activity. And she stopped, and she looked at me, and she said, I just feel like I'm never home. I really miss being home sometimes. And I will be honest, that stopped me dead in my tracks. What was I teaching my kid? 
she was pretty much, she pretty much has every opportunity available to her. She has art classes and basketball leagues and school activities. But in that moment, she wasn't focused on all the things that she had available to her, all of those, those awesome experiences. She was focused on the fact that she missed being home. And let's realize, let's be real. Sometimes we feel that way too. So when she said that to me that day, we shut that mug down. All activities were canceled. We weren't running out. We had some family time that night. And it was a really significant lesson for her that sometimes it's okay to just stop, but it was an even more important lesson for me that it's sometimes okay to say all the things that we had planned have to be put on hold. So that is all that I have for this time. Um, I really appreciate any feedback that I get from you guys. And so if you have any questions for me or any topics that you would like me to, to talk about, I would love to hear from you. You can hit me up uh, by email. It's amber at impactkc.com. Again, I would love to hear from you. Uh, love to hear what you would love to talk about, all the things that are in your life that sometimes make you go crazy and sometimes make you super happy. Would love to hear about it. So that is all the time that I have for today. Um, I hope that you are having a great week and we'll talk soon.